All right, so we are starting okay. um, at the bottom of the page on Ayn Gimel Amud Beis, and um, it's uh, third to last line. Neman Bal Mekach Different once we mention believability, so we're on the topic. Okay, so Neman Bal Mekach Lemer Lezemocharti. This is actually coming up soon in Bambatia. Okay. So a Balmekach, somebody who's selling an item, and there's two people who claim they're the buyer, so he can say, I sold to this one, not the other guy. Yeah, I can say. The Medrum, when it was he believed, again, it's also a limited believability, he still has the item that he's selling in his hand. He could say, I agreed to sell it to him. What's the case? He's not believed. Why don't we just look at who gave him the money? You know, follow the money trail. The one who paid is the one who got it. So my answer is, they both paid. One, you know, he accepted it, and the other one, the guy forced the money on him, and he was, didn't want to sell it to him. Okay. But he doesn't. We don't know. Who was the one who he accepted and who he, who didn't. So as long as the, the, the item's still in his hand, he can still say, well, I, I wanted to sell it only to this one, not that one. You get your money back and he gets the, he gets the item. Okay. That's one thing. This one I said is, uh, gets the, you know, win, won the case, this one lost the case. The Medvar Murm, when is this true? That's only if the Baladinim are standing there. If the Baladinim are not standing there, they're not believed. Um, so even if you want to one ask second. guy, can you, uh, there's no time limit over here. The only thing in question is that you bring him back those two guys in front of him again. No, 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 you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. It's That's like, the question. That's what I'm saying. It's when they're still there. Before the job, before it's over. Before with. it's over. Before they left. Yeah, you can still left. say. The minute they left from then on, no. That's right, exactly. So it's not like a time, it's a it's a <coughs> it's a circumstance. Right, okay. So there he has to have the no Mecca Biado. Okay. Here he has to have that they're still there. Um, even if it's much later. But um who's holding the writ of I you know, though usually you get a letter, you know, the document right. that says you won. I, uh, like you have a, a collection, well, right. you have a right to collect, whatever, you know, like it should say that. Yeah. So, got torn up. Why not just go ahead and rejudge the case? So, like, we don't know who it is. So, go back and look into it and rejudge. Yeah. We're talking about a scenario of which was left up to the discretion. Sometimes certain laws, we, we can just leave it up to the discretion mm-hmm. of the judge. The judge is, you know, Gut feeling, he can't really point to anything, so therefore, it's no way to match up with it. It's not, you know, and talking about a case basically, the way it goes is, is that the guy said, I'm gifting to uh, this fellow named Tuvia, and there's two people named Tuvia, so you have to kind of figure which Tuvia would you more likely want to give the gift to. That's just up to the judgment of the judge, there's no real thing you can point to so since it might not match up, so therefore, that's not going to work. There are three that have a believability to determine whether a child is a firstborn. Who Elaine, Chaya, the midwife, Aviv, the Imo, the father and the mother. Now, but even though they all have believability, they're limited believability. Very interesting. 
Chayel Alter. She she only has believability like we mentioned right then. She when she's there at the birthing ward. Okay, Imay Kol Shiva. The mother has believability for all seven days since during you know until the Brismila, the mother is the one who's only caring to, for the child, and therefore <laughs> um, she's the one who knows the babies. Okay, if there's twins, she'll know which one's the bechor. Aviv. Um, and the father extends beyond that from after the seven um, forevermore. The father has a right to determine the status of the child. Like the Brisa says, he could say, This is my Bukhar, and, uh, okay. um, and, and, uh, and he has that special believability to determine that. Okay. He wasn't even there at the birth. Right, but, uh, but afterwards, the father basically. From after Shiva, it's on the father to recognize his child, and from then on, what he knows, he knows. So that's all. He's believed to say that this is my firstborn. He could say that uh, this child is uh, not a good calling, whatever. Um, the Chacham Omrim Einonemet that uh, the believability for Bechor, yes, but the believability for uh, Ben Grush Ben Chalutza, not. Um, basically, um, you know, whatever. Sometimes he's he uh, he wants to uh, get his get, get his son in trouble. Son. He has a kid. He has a kid he doesn't like. He was telling me, oh, you're Ben Grush, whatever. Okay, Abishalohi Akardish Tukibituki. This is an interesting thing. We. Well, you know, this was the part of the Mishnah. Bashol mentioned the Mishnah that he had a different name for Stuki, the word Biduki. Checks into it. What does that mean? Okay, what is it relevant? And what he called it a different name, my Biduki. What does that mean? So we ask the mother. By Mara's the question about the end of she says, Yes, I I I I know who the father is. Because after all, it's very possible she does know who uh-huh. it is. Unless there's multiple people, she might not know, but you know, it's very possible she does know. And uh, the question of Alti, Nemenes, um, she's believed. Kiman, who's that going like Rabban Gamliel? It's going like Rabban Gamliel. Um, uh, that we'll see what the Rabban Gamliel uh, says. But Tanina Chodesimna, why would the mission need to repeat uh, and say at a separate time that Abishol holds like Rabban Gamliel, just like where we met Rabban Gamliel, she thought, she said, and Abishol agrees with that. Where's the din of 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 uh, Rabbi Gamliel? The time the Torah we learn the Mishnah. bears a woman's pregnant. She's a single woman, and we see she's pregnant. What's the story with this fetus? Um, it's from Sam, who's a kohen. So Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi She we trust her. She's saying, yeah, the kid's a kohen. In fact. Um, <laughs> Kohen doesn't mean Kohen, by the way. It just means, you know, miuchas. Okay, um, that's what we are not actually picking on Kohanim here. Okay, uh, just means like an expression. Okay, um, um, we don't trust her. That's what that's what uh, um, Rabbi Yeshua says. But Rabbi Gamliel says yes. We pass So why would we need? At all to uh, say again, Abishol, uh, uh, we really have Rabbi Gamliel. The answer is Chadul There's two statuses that you could discuss. Her, did she uh, just have relations with somebody that would render her 
no longer allowed to eat truma from her family. That's one discussion. And the other is for her, for her daughter. Is her daughter allowed to marry a coin? That's a separate thing. The baby. Meaning that Rabbi Gamliel, who permits her based on her words, but the daughter not. So again, it has what to do with the fact that she had a cheskas kashros. So she's believed to say that the cheskas kashros has never changed. But the child never established any chazaka, so maybe it's different. So then, what's he coming to teach us? He's telling her, that's what Rabbi Gamliel also would agree. It's not only on herself, establishing her status, or not, you know, saying that she's still fine, even the kid. So uh, the answer is, he takes Rabbi Gamliel a step further than Rabbi Gamliel. How? It was just there. That's a lady who most people are kosher to. Um, so therefore, it doesn't, it's not that big of a leap of faith to trust her, because after all, they don't affect well, many, most people who she might have had relations with um, do not affect her uh, the, the, the status okay, of, of, of the child. Okay, or the child will still be kosher. What about in a case where she's somebody who is, let's say, a betrothed woman and she's pregnant? Okay, she's engaged. Mm-hmm. So there's nobody in the world that make this child not a mamzer except the husband, okay? Her betrothed. Um, who she's forbidden to. Still, um, she's believed to say that it is from her husband, and the kid's fine. That's oh. going, even though it's only a minority possibility. Uh, what? I don't know, Rashi. Can you review this? Abishal's opinion, and then Rabbi Hashua and Rabbi Gamliel. This is an unmarried, unmarried woman. She has relations with someone who she claims is Sam or Cohen or whatever. So the status, what's the concern here? That the that the baby would be a mamzer? It was a forbidden union? Possibly. And, and See, he's saying, he's saying a shtuki is only, the shtuki, we're describing a shtuki. A shtuki is only, what Abishol is saying, a shtuki is only if the mom's not saying anything. Right. Or we can't ask her. Baduki is... Same thing for a Baduki is a Baduki is saying, but you can ask the mother if she'll tell you. Then that settles what the, what the status of the child. We believe, we believe the mother. And then we said the mother is then eligible to marry a Kohen. Technically, that's could not be a stigma that she had a child in a wedlock. It, yeah, but it doesn't it, it, it's it's Kohen still halakhically allowed. allowed a Kohen allowed to marry as long as it was somebody who doesn't render a puzzle. She was with the Gentile, it would render a puzzle to a coin. It was a Jew. Yes. But if it was a Jew, it was a Jew. Uh, yes, it might be a stigma, but it doesn't affect her kashmas to a coin. And the fact that her daughter can marry a Kohen afterwards? Yeah. So That's also, that means we're trusting her. That that whoever it was is it doesn't is not somebody who would would make it that, that the that she can't marry a Kohen, the daughter can't marry a Kohen. So the status of the daughter is perfectly fine? Marry a That's what we're saying. She once if she says it, if she tells us, <clears throat> if she doesn't say anything, then we don't know. But if she says, then right. that's it. We trust she, her. Okay, but the fact that she's not married, not kedushin, doesn't affect the the status of the daughter of a, a child born out of wedlock. Right. The born out of wedlock doesn't is 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 you did something wrong, but it doesn't. It's not like a mamzer. 
Understand. So the child is eligible to anybody? Is eligible to anybody. Right. right, exactly. Father's a Jew. Close to Jew. Both parents are Jewish. And, and the, What's this, the question? This, this name what father doesn't have to admit. This, this you have to child. realize a lot of people, like, okay, you, you think about that. It's like, yeah, what, what about somebody who, who uh, let's say, grew up conservative? They, they had a wedding, but they didn't have a kosher wedding. You're going to say, it doesn't matter. The children are completely permitted. They're regular kosher Jews. You understand? It's important not to think there. about that. I they never they he didn't. It was a double ring ceremony or whatever it was. You know what I mean? That really is not a kosher condition. It doesn't affect the kashrus of the children. It's important to understand that this is not a you know crazy scenario. It's not or it's not a, a like a what's it called a born out of wedlock. It could have been a beautiful wedding. You know what I mean? Um, but, you know, but, and a but, great speech from the rabbi. <laughs> it just doesn't. You know what I'm saying? Kosho has relations and has a child and gives up for adoption or whatever. It, it, it's um, and they know that the, the father was a Jew. That that is uh, perfectly legitimate. I mean, there's no. I'm saying is it obviously there might be a stigma, but you know how we're talking about from a halachic perspective. Yeah. There's nobody who this but child he, cannot marry. The act is what you call Znus is very clearly, very specifically defined. Znus is only when, there is, when the union was a forbidden union. Ah. But if it was like a boyfriend-girlfriend yeah. arrangement, that they actually were, you know, and they were not, she wasn't sleeping family. around with a ton of different people. She's right. not officially a Zona. That's the idea. Okay. That's the concept. Right. Okay, they don't have to get married. I mean, they just... Quants of a couple, and they're living together like that. Yeah, exactly. But, they never did it. Like a lot of Israelis, you know, yeah. like they go, they, they, they never did it. Nobody. They never did it. With it. They didn't want to, they didn't bother going you know? to the rabbi, and they just, uh, you know, they... In these times, in these times, mores were different, right? If, if a, a girl's living in her father's house, and she has a relationship with someone that parents don't know or don't approve, and she gets pregnant, chances are they'd have, they'd have the baby. So in that situation, yeah, obviously, yeah, I'm obviously it's a you know it's a shanda, you know I don't know how to explain it. It's very embarrassing <laughs> for the parents. It's a shanda, that's what I'm of course, it's a shanda, but, that but does, doesn't affect it's a the eligibility of that exactly. That's the whole thing. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Right. But don't social. don't fool yourself. Life happened then, just like it happens now. Right. I know that's why I'm asking. <laughs> okay. Right. Life definitely happened. Though. There's these well, cases. They talk about it because it happened. It's not like uh, it's not like oh, what a what a crazy theoretical case. No. If, if the baby's brought up in that home, and then that's his parents, and that, yeah, that's so. What happens? So who, who wants to marry her? Has yeah, to take that it's the challenge. same difficult, the same, same same challenge. Same. Yeah. You know, what about the okay. they're, they're never but, reluctantly married, uh, but they hold themselves out to the world like a civil marriage. You know, it's never done properly, but everyone treats them as a husband and wife. It's a it's a way of avoiding mamzeris, actually. So actually, you know, it wouldn't be if there's another yeah. child, it wouldn't be but, a mamzer. Sure. It's not a mamzer. It was a case like that. Is that issues? What? No, not really. Not really. They separated. It's a, the way they got in, the way they left, you know, so I'm saying, so let's say the original marriage, that's what Rav Moshe, it's a sock from Rav Moshe. It's not like, Rav Moshe talked about a conservative marriage, they never got a get, and then, and then, and then the, and then the, 
and then remarry. and then remarry. Yeah, yes, right. So, not, so, so is that a problem? Now they have children. Is that children? Are those children mamzerim? The answer is no. Why? Because if there was never a marriage, so then then, 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 not, then, no, then there was never a marriage. So that's it. It's like so. You find hakala. So yeah, he found a kula. Right. He says the child's yeah. a kosher. And, it's and kosher. It's not a mamzer. If she raised him as her own, he brought her into the marriage. That's not. That's considered for children. It's not. I'm not sure what you're there. asking. Well, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I'm not sure what you're asking there. You know, if you're trying to ask him a yichas, you know, that's another problem. This is what you're talking about conservative marriage. It's conservative. Oh, conservative marriage already. She had a civil divorce. And she has yeah, she had a civil divorce. Too. And then and she, she went to a new, had a new husband. You. Right. There's no issues there. No issues because the second husband's also not a regular marriage. Well, right. No, no, if, no, the if she was married. never married to the first guy, obviously, yes. obviously we would request the get. But it's a conservative, they have a Right, this is the famous Bachlokas. But a conservative, they have a Ketub, but they have witnesses. Who knows? No, wait a minute. Reform and conservatives, they typically have some type of Ketub document and witnesses sign it, whether or not, you know, but you can ignore all that, even though... No, it's not that... Well, he goes through it. It's very... There's fascinating... These are fascinating stories, but the little bit I'll tell you is that is that is that just because they have a document or a ksuva, there's a lot of things that they very possibly did wrong. Mainly, the the witnesses to have kosher witnesses is a key element to for kosher kedushin, um, and you know, and it's very unlikely in a reform wedding that they had actual kosher, kosher witnesses. Mm-hmm. Kosher witnesses needs to be religious people that are shomer Torah mitzvahs. Designated, right. Yeah, right. Barely are the, half of them, right. Yeah, well, like, right. So, I've been Jewish. Jewish, right, right. So therefore, so therefore they're not married. That's Rav Moshe's Pesach. They're logically not married. Again, it was all with the goal of like making less mamzerim in the world. Okay, that's not, that was Rav Moshe's You know, thought. I need to tell you another story. Rabbi Radinsky, when a coin came to him, he said, I want to marry this girl. Yes, I want this girl. Yeah, she's going to college right now. So as far as that, as an Orthodox rabbi, he says, I cannot really marry him mm-hmm. to the coin because perhaps in the college, and who knows what right. she did over there. Right. But she t- gave it advice. She said, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but advice. Go across the street right there. There's a conservative shul, and you can marry over here. And that's mm-hmm. it. And she's 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 now, the question are they are they going to be uh, interesting? Yeah, well, look, he was he didn't feel comfortable allowing him. Uh, he didn't feel. Comfortable I remember when Gary was dating. <laughs> it was not easy. <laughs> I remember when Gary was dating. <laughs> it was not easy. Again, he he, 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 he picked something about Shuvah. It's not easy. I tell my kid, you know, get married young. <laughs> right. It's not easy, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not I mean, easy. You realize that you, I mean, you turned down so many of them. You want to be really cautious. <laughs> okay. All I'm saying. All right, let's get this. Baruch Hashem. You found a beautiful, raised a beautiful family. Baruch Hashem. Very proud. Okay. Okay. I didn't bring this up. <laughs> anyway, so let's continue. Okay, so the, so that's the Chiddush of Abishol. He took it a step further than Ram Gamliel, because even in the scenario where rope Sulanetzla, we still believe her. We really believe her. That's what the Chiddush. And Amar Rava Halacha Kabbashol. That's how we ask him, like Abishol. Okay, right. New Mishnah. Kol Asur Love Bekal. Anybody who's Asur Love Bekal, Matar Love Zebazeh. They're allowed to marry each other. That's 
Tanakam's opinion. Rabbi Yudha also reviewed says not. And Rabbi Omer, it depends. Vadon, bevadon, if you're definite, like a mamzer vadai to a mamzer vadai mutter. Vadon, bisvekon, bisvekon, bevadon, bisvekon, bisvekon, asr. But any time there's a doubt, like a shtuki or a sufi, where we don't know the status, so the vadai can't marry a suffolk, a suffolk can't marry a vadai, and a suffolk can't even marry another suffolk, because maybe, maybe I'm the mamzer and you're not the mamzer. Because we don't know. When we don't know, they're very, very limited in who they can marry. Um, who's the group of Svekos? Shtuki, Vasufi, Vikuti. The Shtuki, Vasufi, and the Kuti. The Kuti, the Samaritan. We have a doubt yeah. whether they converted or not. This is a discussion. Okay. So, my color, what do we mean by that? These groups. That's what the Rashi said already. Why are you repeating? So the Rashi said that already. Vesu, Rabbi Yudha also reviewed this says it's not allowed. Aye, which case it's not allowed? That a vadai to a suffix he doesn't allow. Obviously, Rebuda is not uh, not allowing avadi to a suffix because that's what Rebliezer is saying. Now, that he's talking about a ger and he holds that a ger is not allowed to be mamzeres. He doesn't say anything about a ger mamzeres. It talked about a sur and love No mention of a ger over here. They're not asur love so, um, so call us from Levit Bekal Ktani. So here's Rabbi Yudha's answer. Okay, interesting. We're going to get to an interesting halacha here soon. Whoever is not allowed to marry a Kohen, i.e., a Ger, or a Gioris, so then, even what? Gioris, even if she's a Gioris who's under age three, in other words, where there's no concern that she had relations because she wasn't even fit to have relations, and if she converted under the age of three, um, this is not like Rabbi Shemaychai. Why? Who says that? Uh, who says that uh, under age three, a kohen can marry? Meaning, a kohen is allowed to marry a convert woman who converted from under age three. Okay? Um, Butar and Lava is a bazet, meaning a ger can marry a mamze, uh, 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 or a mamze can marry Gioris, something like that. Vinukma um, Why do you have to put it on to, review, to, um, to, the, to that Tana who says that even under age three is not allowed to marry? The Kohen maybe go like Rabbi Shemaychai, who's saying and is talking about above age three. If I feel Rabbi then it would fit in with Rabbi Shemaychai. And Cain, if that was true, mitzid the tabre, it wouldn't fit. It's broken on the side. How? El atayma de bas shalosh shanim yom echad ha pchusam mivas shalosh shanim yom echad the muteres lavi bekal kuna. If this was a girl who converted under the age three. Where it's mutter lava bekal kuna, then what are you going to say? Asur lava zebeze that it's not allowed. She's she's forbidden to marry a mamzer. Why would that be true? Harib chusim b'shaloshan miyamechad l'rib shem yechoy to muteres lava bekal kuna. She's allowed to marry a kohen. Umuteres lava umuteres lava zebeze, and she's also allowed to marry a mamzer. So that wouldn't fit at all. Okay. 
Um, that's the problem. So obviously we're not going like Rabshim, we're talking about any Gioras from at any age, and they're not allowed to marry a Kohen. So whoever's not allowed to marry a Kohen is allowed to marry a Mamza. Basically, that's the concept. The um, is this rule work? The What about Amariel Mano Grusha? The Chalala Zona? All of those people, right, who Cohen is not allowed to marry, ostensibly, right? A Grusha, Cohen can't marry. You're saying a Grusha can marry a, a Mamzer? No way. Or a Chalala or a Zona? No. They're also not allowed to marry each other. That meaning you're not allowed to marry a Mamzer or a Nassin or any of those other ones. So, Visu, Hamutter, Aser, if they're Mutter, Love, Bekalkuna, then they're going to be forbidden. Fare, Ker, Shemutter, Bekahenes, a Ger that's allowed to marry a Kahenes, or Mutter, Bemamzeris, and he's also allowed to marry a Mamzeris. So, it also doesn't fit the, the rule. Ella, rather, Amr of Nasim Roshia, you're right. It doesn't mean, it, it's, a different, it's a different thing. What we're saying is, Love, Bekal is this. Um, any person that a Kohen would not be allowed to marry that person's daughter, i.e., where both parents are converts. This is a big discussion. If both parents are converts, they have a child, even though that child's fully Jewish and born Jewish, the Kohen, according to this opinion, is not allowed to marry that daughter. So... That's Reb Liazor Ben Yaakov's opinion, first of all. They're allowed to marry any of this group. So Gemara says, that's also not true. What about a Cholo? Cholo marries a Bas Yisrael. The Cholo can't marry the daughter. And they're clearly forbidden to marry a Mamza or any of this group. The Gemara says, Lakasha, could Rabbi Dostoy ben Yudah, we already saw this idea, Rabbi Dostoy ben Yudah's idea that if a, that if a, that a, um, that if a Cholol marries a Bas Yisrael, their daughter, in fact, can marry a Kohen. It doesn't, the name Cholol doesn't extend to that daughter, okay? So, Lakasha, could Rabbi Dostoy ben Yudah, so the Gemara says, still, what about a Cholol with a Cholola? The child for sure is going to have a din, a Cholola, and a Kohen for sure would not be allowed to marry her. And you're going to say, the Kohen, and Cholola is, is like a, a Yisrael in, in that sense that they're not allowed to marry any of these people. Um, so, Visu, and furthermore, what if they're Mutter to marry a Kohen? Then they're Asr. When the Ger marries a regular Bas Yisrael, if the mother's a Bas Yisrael, everyone agrees that, the Kohen, that a Kohen can marry the daughter. Okay? And they're also allowed to marry each other. New answer. What we're talking about is a different discussion completely. We're talking about what defines, what creates halachic status of a mamzer. That's the discussion. Okay, Tanakama's opinion is Even though a person has sleeps with his sister, that is a iser kares. It's not a misa bidation, not a misa's bezdin. Nevertheless, the child is a full-fledged mamzer. 
Okay. Uh, and if it's a mamzer, the mamzer is forbidden, is, is uh, allowed to marry another mamzer. And review the suffer, not true, that child's not a mamzer. And therefore he says, oh sir, just because uh, the kid, the, just the, 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 that level doesn't make for a mamzer in the sense, it's asr level, they're not allowed to marry each other, is an isrkaris in fact, but the kid... Uh, whatever, but that the child is not a mamzer halachically. That's a lot of marry a mamzer from like an ish, which is a mamzer of a Mises, Mises Bezdin. Okay. Um, so the Gemara says, why What is the chiddush here? Tanina, we already know definition of mamzer, and we have a machlokus already on that. Ezu mamzer Anytime there's an iser to marry, regardless whether it's a lav. Or a kares, or a misavidei adam, a misav right misas bezdin. Kiva, that's ribkiva. Any lav, any time is a negative yeah. prohibition involved. It the kids a mamzer, right? Rav Shimon atimani omer kol shechavena love kares bidei shemayim. He says kares. The alachet kedvarv, and that by the way is the alacha. Has to be kares and up, okay? And the very b'shuomer no kol shechavena misas bezdin. So if you're telling me Rabbi Yudah, I was like Rabbi Shua, so you say, and also Rabbi Yudah, so if you're right, that's what we could have said. El Amarava, so no answer. Okay, so we, uh, you know, finally, still <laughs> figuring out what does it mean, Rabbi Yudah, sir. Amarava, ger Ammonia Moavi Yikabinai. We're talking about a convert from Ammon and Moav. That's what we're talking about. Bachamar, kolaz shrum Anybody who's not allowed to marry Kal, who is that? Marrying to Israel, my new Geramonium Avi, a care, a convert that from Amun Moav, Mutar and Lavi Zebezeh. They're allowed to marry, allowed to marry um, a, a Mamzer, okay? Ihachia, my Rabbi Huda Oser, why is Rabbi Huda Oser? Achkamar Afal B, Sherebu the Oser, Gerbe Mamzeres. He's not really arguing, he's explaining. Even though Rabbi Huda holds that a Ger in general, a regular ger is not allowed to marry mamzeres. Hanimili ger de roy That's only a ger that is allowed to marry Yisrael is forbidden to marry a mamzeres. But a ger aval ger amonim avi. But if it's an amonamov ger who can't marry any Yisrael, because even though he is a convert, he's chayv in all mitzvahs and everything, he just says he's not allowed to marry any bas Yisrael. So it's forbidden to marry bas Yisrael him. The, is a lot of Maria Mamzer. That's what his Kiddush is. But um, how we do it? Love it all, all they love There's no Isser on them. That's the Kiddush. And that's the, we will stop the, from okay. here. Sure.